Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, just a couple more days until vacation. Good for you, man. Yeah. You're yeah. looking forward to it, it's aren't you? It's kind of weird because I just took vacation. Uh, Christmas. Yeah. For two weeks. I thought you were about to say COVID. I was like, COVID, not a vacation. COVID was not. <laughs> not a vacation. Yeah. No. Uh, but uh, then, you know, I'm, I'm sure probably like the rest of the year. Uh, probably won't go anywhere or do anything. But, you know, we're going to Disney World on uh, on Friday. You. Should be fun. You and Jackie? Yeah, that's how it started out. I'm sorry? Yeah. It uh, started, started out? out me and Jackie. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's more to this story. Yeah, there's a little bit more. Okay. Sorry. Uh, because uh, now it's me and Jackie, our uh, two youngest children, uh, okay. who are adults, though. Um, but uh-huh. but uh, our son... Our daughter, our other son, who's married, his wife, her brother, okay. and her sister. Hold on a second. So. How, how many people are going now? <laughs> I don't know. 30? I don't know. Nine or 35? Uh, seriously. 60? I, I don't know. I've okay. lost count. And so, like. I've lost count. <laughs> when you were planning this trip, <laughs> yeah. you know, details were sketchy whenever we would ask you details you're like i don't know i don't know maybe this week maybe this i don't know we have to still get the rooms on stuff mm-hmm. well obviously it was uh constantly morphing apparently behind it the was. scenes yes it was constantly morphing yes it was oh bro and that was you know my idea in the beginning was hey you know what why don't we just go ourselves we've never done that and uh i think it'd be really fun and she thought so too and then uh, I don't know what the heck happened. It just okay. exploded. Okay, so it exploded. Next time you and Jackie want to take a vacation, <clears throat> mm-hmm. don't mention it to anyone. Right, like the day before, just right. go. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, tomorrow we're going to be in Disney. Can you get the paper? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe no one. No, there's no <laughs> get paper. The paper. <laughs> Welcome. Can you to get the mail? 1996. Can you water the plants? Because <laughs> we're going to be gone as of uh, eight yeah. hours from now. Right. Mm. That's uh, I guess that's the way to do it. I hope you have fun. Jeez. Florida, yeah, beautiful, right this time of year. Beautiful, uh, fifty degrees <laughs> on uh, Saturday. <gasps> oh no, fifty and thirty-two at night. Oh god, fifty and thirty-two. <laughs> you don't expect that in Orlando. Nice timing by you. Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, of course, it was. Mm. Uh, and then I think on Sunday it's. 53 and 32 and then 65 oh. which is nice yeah that's nice it's good walking in around fact weather. and then by by like halfway through the next week mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little too hot it could be up to almost 80 wow you're gonna pack everything yeah yeah you gotta pack everything oh my goodness yeah so well, um have fun yeah thank and, you oh and the prices at disney of course just got jacked up so yes they did yes they did that's it was 319 i think for a two-day pass or something and we're of course going to be there for a long time well eight days nine days uh but yeah they're they they jacked up their prices and uh i I think you have to wear the mask when you're indoors right when you're inside the lines or something i don't know it's and what is indoors like like irritating you know how like when you're waiting in line at a restaurant for sure and then when you're going winding your way inside the attraction which is still technically outdoors most of the yeah. time yeah oh my so have fun yeah yeah okay. so it's gonna be fun 
Yeah, it's going to be good. At least they said they're not going to close the park, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, they said no matter how bad the pandemic gets, they can't close the park because uh, they'd never open again. That's amazing. To They're think fine. that the Disney World would go out of business if they shut down again? I mean, that's we, pretty amazing. We constantly hear how Americans haven't saved anything paycheck <laughs> to paycheck, and you're always cutting it very close. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Disney is Disney, in the same yeah, boat? Disney, right. I know. Yee, that's terrifying. Very. And that's why, supposedly, that's why they raised their prices so much because the pandemic killed them. And so they're going to kill us for going there. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's fun. It's fun. Buy lots of souvenirs and just do mm. your patriotic duty to keep big business uh, going. Exactly. Because <laughs> we're all worried about Disney, yeah. right? They're such a, <sighs> you know, such a t- uh, fragile little company. <laughs> right. That, I mean, they own everything. Seriously. It's hard to imagine that they really could be in trouble, but it is. Who knows? And I guess they don't. What cross the stream so that if Marvel is bringing in that's the thing. bucket loads of money, too bad yeah. for the parks. Right. Hmm. That's my understanding. I, I don't know if that's ex- actually how they run their business, yeah, but they may I be think they changing do changing that policy. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the I think the movie section is doing pretty well now, even with the pandemic. I think the movies are you know doing really well. What was it that just? Oh yeah, it was is a Spider-Man Marvel or is that DC? It, this oh gosh, where because Spider Man is, is up to Marvel? over seven hundred million. Yeah, there was a big thing with that. Yeah, joint venture between Marvel and Sony. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, because they had Spider-Man? to buy. They had to buy the rights back or something for wow. this. Wow. Have you have you seen All that right. one? The the latest Spider Man yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's good. So good. It's really good. Uh, I still haven't even taken, even though it's literally in my home, <laughs> waiting for me on my TV. I haven't taken the time to watch Eternals yet. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Good. I wasn't very impressed with the Eternals. This doesn't look good. Nah, it wasn't that good. It was okay. You know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't something I'd want to watch again, really. Mm. Uh, so, uh, I, and plus, I'd never heard of the Eternals before. Yeah. Had you? Um, no, I don't follow any of that. No, I just I sit down for really the movies. And my kids fill in the blanks yeah. and tell me about none of the Easter eggs are here. The kids so. pretty hip to the Eternals situation. Oh, they haven't seen it either. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah, because they're all over the Marvel stuff. But mm. we're all trying to... That, that's just it. You know, when you have five lives that are going in five different directions, mm-hmm. that's one of the issues is that finding a moment where you can all sit down and watch a movie together. Yeah, true. So Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yesterday was a uh, fun day at the White House mm-hmm. as the president took some questions from people <laughs> and he, he didn't like the questions that were being asked because they were asking about uh, Ukraine and it was actually a press conference about uh, inflation. And uh, so somebody piped up and finally asked him about inflation mm-hmm. and uh, got smacked down for it. Uh, here's Peter Ducey. On his way out, yeah. Uh, yelling at the president about, uh, about inflation. Why are you saying anything about inflation? What do you think, President, about inflation? That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of stupid sons of bitches, <laughs> how stupid do you have to be to say that in a live mic, you moron, you brain dead moron? <sighs> That's a real asset. 
Inflation. Yeah, so Ducey asked him, yeah, is that going to be a he liability? He asked him if it was right? a liability. Yeah, a polit- is it a political, is the inflation a political liability? For the midterms, yeah. For the midterms? Of course it is, but, you know. he And apparently, uh, about an hour later, the president called Peter Ducey oh. and, uh, and didn't really apologize, but said uh, there was nothing personal there. Oh. Yeah, nothing personal about being called a stupid son of a bitch. Come That's, on, man. I mean, there's. How would you take that personally? I don't know. <laughs> needs to be. Calling, Come on, man. Hey, call his parents or something. Yeah, uh, man. Apologize to them. Yeah, that's. Uh, he's good, man. He's. Yeah, he's good. He's really, else, right? really good. Love him. Love him. Uh, this is why I can barely stand to look at the guy. I, <laughs> I can barely stomach looking at him. A year ago. Joe Biden said he'd fire anybody. Wait a minute, what? Who talked that way? Oh wow! Uh, I'm not joking when I say yeah. this. He's not joking when he says it. If you're ever working with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect, mm-hmm. talk down to someone, I ha. promise you, I will fire you on the spot. You gotta be kidding me. Has he fired himself yet? Uh, you have got to be kidding me. Will anybody ask him? I wonder if Peter Ducey will ask him about that today. Oh, follow up, sir. Follow up. Yeah, you said you'd fire anybody who talked down to people like that. Uh, what are you going to do to yourself? Maybe I don't want to know the answer to that question. <laughs> oh man, I I just the hypocrisy is too much to take. It's really too much to take. How many times has he said things like this? Yeah, where. Uh, the way he acts has is in exact uh, uh, opposition to what he said his administration was going to be all about well, just a while ago. The press is calling him out for it, right? Like they're they're making sure. Oh that, yeah, they are. That he's you know held to the same pissed. standard that he set. Yeah, for yeah his administration, yeah. right? Uh, Brian Stelter, you yeah. know, who is the media guy. Uh, he's the media watchdog. Yeah, over at CNN. What's his? Uh, and did so he tweet something out yesterday. He sure did. Oh. He tweeted out at the end of a Biden photo op when reporters shouted questions, hoping he'd respond. Fox's Peter Ducey asked, "Do you think inflation is a political liability in the midterms?" Biden deadpanned, <laughs> "It's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a man." He deadpanned it. He's he just a comedian, president. It. Just having deadpanned. a little fun, right? It's just. Uh, <laughs> I'm just funning you. That's all I'm doing right now. Good yeah, morning, yeah. everybody. Calling a journalist. Oh, wait, uh, so, so wait, now this tweet here. Right? Oh, okay. This, this, then this was from Donald Trump days. 2018, uh, Brian when, Stelter uh, tweeted this. Donald Trump was president. Brian had a little bit different take. Uh, did he? He didn't call it deadpan. <laughs> calling a journalist a son of a bitch. It was wrong when Trump was just a candidate. And it's even worse now that he's POTUS. Hmm. Okay. Seems a little. Wow. A little different take. A little different. Yeah. Uh, a little different. He didn't deadpan. Really? He wasn't deadpanning. Huh? That's weird. That's really weird. Brian. Oh, gosh. The worst. I can't. I mean, CNN it. is just unbelievably bad. <laughs> and unbelievably he's like. Bad. He's like one of the. the I don't. Worst I, was, I, I almost said the worst of the worst, but no, no, no. There's mm-hmm. still Don Lemon. Oh, Don and Lemon. there's. Oh my uh, gosh! Right? I mean, yeah. so you can't. It's really hard. Say that. Yeah, that's hard. <sighs> and then you know, guy. even Jake Tapper has ruined himself at yeah. CNN. Yeah. And so, uh, but, but I will say, I will say, while you were out with COVID, 
I think we had three days in a row that Joe brought in clips. It, it, uh, like I think I heard one of them. She caught a couple of them. Like three days in a row. I don't know who switched Jake Tapper when the calendar flipped to 2022. But he was actually a journalist asking good questions. Oh, really? For three. So mm. I don't know if there's a new trend with him, mm. but it was fascinating. It's almost like, wow, welcome back. Was Jill a, a, a fan of his like we were at one time? Or she was yeah. just pointing out. Just that, catching this stuff. You yeah. Know? I think huh. she was probably designated CNN watcher for us that week. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep an eye on Tapper. Mm-hmm. Um and see if he is coming back around like like in a Bill Maher uh, sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, in fact, I guess yeah. Rob just got in my ear. He said he's uh, looking for one of those examples here. If you want to see, um, oh, okay. while you were away. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be interesting to see um, if 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 more people on the left are going to get to their senses. Yeah, because but going over a lot of these election laws, I go, I, I went oh. in uh-huh. preparing for today, and I saw. You know what? New Jersey doesn't allow ballot harvesting, and that's a Democratic state. Delaware doesn't allow uh, the kind of uh, early voting that a lot of other states do. Okay, yeah, this is good. Uh, How come? But then the journalist in me, as well as the cynic, says, Mm -hmm. well, how come Democrats only complain about the voting? Thank you. Strict voting regulations in in red states, in Texas and Georgia. Thank you. And And they're not strict, Democratic states like New York. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. And that was one of several examples. Boom, boom, boom. Three days in a row. (laughs) Well, that's a really good one. Yeah. That's a really good one because that's about the voting law Mm -hmm. and uh, how absurd the voting law was and and how everybody's crying about how unreasonable Georgia and Texas are with their voting laws when, as he pointed out, uh, you know, Delaware, New Jersey, none of those states uh, have more... uh, easy voting laws than texas and georgia in fact delaware doesn't have early voting right at all <laughs> at all yeah we've got is it 17 19 days of it some somewhere in there oh yeah here in texas yeah and we have stretched out the hours yeah, part, available yeah part of that um if i'm not mistaken part of that new voting law in texas was Extend, lengthening. Yeah, extended out. Extended the, yes. I, what do you want? Yes. And, but he I went, think Sunday voting was shortened. Every other day was lengthened, right? It was something like 7 to 7 right. yeah. every day for 18 days. And on the last Sunday, you could only vote like 8 to 5. Oh, my gosh. What a tragedy. <laughs> Disenfranchised. Why don't you want black people to vote? The only day they can vote is that last Sunday of early voting. Yeah, it was going to roll in there at 6.55 p.m. <laughs> on Sunday night, and you're telling and now me... now they can't. Now they can't. I mean, what kind of society is this? <laughs> and you're going to ask them to have a, an ID with them. Black people don't have IDs. Right. Where's the DMV? I don't Where's, know. They don't know. They no don't idea. know where the DMV yeah. is. But I, I appreciate that Tapper clip <laughs> because... It. He went three steps there. He not only pointed out states like Delaware and New York, right? But then he says, why are Democrats only complaining about Georgia and Texas? And then he right. went a step further and says, they only protest red state voting laws. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Right. Yeah, they should be bitching, moaning about Delaware right now. Why doesn't Delaware have early voting? Why can't you vote any, any other day but one stinking day in Delaware? One day. <laughs> wow. That should be outrageous to them. 
I don't you know. You would think. Do you want? Uh, I don't know what these other examples are, but he's digging through. If you for want. Tapper, yeah. Do you want to see any more of these? Uh, yeah, we'll do it in just a minute. Cool. Uh, first, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile, uh, because we want to thank Patriot Mobile for their support. Whether it's this show, other conservative hosts, Turning Point, CPAC, March for Life, these guys are there supporting all of it because they're fully in the trenches with the rest of us. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider and want you to partner with them as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great nationwide coverage. Plus, you get the peace of mind that your money isn't supporting left-wing causes. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team, which I love, too. That is so great. Provides exceptional customer support. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values. They support organizations fighting for religious freedom, for constitutional rights, for the sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. Go to PatriotMobile.com Pat or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code PAT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So make the switch today. Support a company that loves America and shares your values. Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com uh, slash PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT or 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, Pat. Uh, Rob, digging through the archives there. Okay, so this is another Tapper voting uh, clip here where he's talking with the mayor, the new mayor, Eric Adams of New York City. All right. Watch this. I think you'll like this. You announced last night that you're going to support a law passed last month in New York City, which will allow roughly 800,000 legal non-citizens to vote in local elections, provided that they've lived in New York for at least 30 days. You previously called the bill problematic and express concern about giving a right to vote to non-citizens who have only been here for a short amount of time. Huh. I think there are a lot of Americans watching right now who might share your concerns and, yes. are, and also have more broadly questions wow. about the idea of people who have not taken a citizenship test, prepared for that test by learning about the U.S., Thank who you. haven't sworn an oath to the country, Jeez. getting to vote. Why did All you change right. your mind and why is it acceptable for non-citizens to vote in an American election? What? <laughs> No, I did not change my mind. I supported the concept of the bill. The one aspect of that I had a problem with and I thought was problematic was the 30-day part 30 of days. being in the country yeah. for 30 days wow. was the place that I had questions. And I sat down with my colleagues. A whole 30 I'm days. I'm a big believer in our conversation. We have to start talking to each other and not at each other. And uh, after hearing sakes. their rationale and their theories behind it, uh, I thought it was more important to not veto Did the you? bill or Did get you? in the way at all okay. and mm -hmm. allow the bill to move forward. In uh, New York City, just Brooklyn, for example, 47% mm -hmm. of Brooklyn, I speak a language other than English at home <laughs> when I was the borough president. And so I think it's imperative that people imperative. who are in he a local municipality mm -hmm. have the right to yeah, decide yeah. who's going to govern them. And I support the overall concept of that bill. Doesn't the bill <laughs> just make a mockery of the idea of American yes. citizenship? Though? Nice. I mean, this is just for local elections. But does nice. that mean like next uh, New York City is going to want non-citizens to vote in federal elections? I mean, it, and what great. do you say to all the people who went through the process, the difficult process of mm -hmm. becoming an American citizen, studying for the test? swearing an oath of allegiance to the United States of America, who, who now see this legislation just saying, well, anyone who's here, go ahead and vote. 
Awesome. Uh, well, I, I tell to I say to them, keep doing it. Uh, you know, membership <laughs> has its privileges. No, uh, being it a doesn't. member of what we call United States of America is a great mm-hmm. privilege, and I I would mm-hmm. tell them keep doing it. Be encouraged. Uh, this is a great opportunity to be a member of this great country. So, uh, don't let anything what a BS you answer take away right. from that mission. Uh, this legislation is not going. But to what's do he going to say? Keep you know becoming a citizen of this country. Uh, I'm guessing he didn't expect that when he took the interview on mm-hmm. CNN. <clears throat> hey, Jake Tapper uh, wants you on uh, CNN. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be a case. What are we going to talk about? Yeah, you're going to talk about voting rights. Oh, cool. All right. All we right. can do that. Yeah, yeah. great. And then he gets asked some tough questions. Now, see, that's the Jake Tapper of old. Thank you. That would ask Democrats difficult questions right. just like he would Republicans. And we'd get pissed off at him when he asked the Republicans those questions. But then he would bolster his credibility by doing the same thing to Democrats. I wonder if he, he hasn't at, done that lately until this. Did he look in the mirror and say, I've got to stop saying mm-hmm. the phrase January 6th? <laughs> you know, like Maybe. I got to get off the January 6th thing. It's bringing this right. network down even further, and I don't want to go down with that ship. But uh, 800,000 hmm. non citizens voting now in New York City. 800,000. Think of that. Because, because remember, when you don't speak English, that's your ticket to ride to the to the voting booth, apparently. Unbelievable. According it's to unbelievable. The new mayor there. That is unbelievable. Well, they need a voice. <laughs> no. Hell? Well, become citizens, and then you can have a voice. Thank you. Membership has its privileges. Well, not voting. They're they're not part of the membership. The membership is citizenship. That's the membership. Uh, And it does have its privileges. So become a member, become a citizen, and then you can vote. And Tapper's right. This This applies to the local elections right now. But you know darn good and well. It's going to be state elections, and then it's going to yeah. be federal elections. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, why do you hate? It's why, just first step. Yeah, why, why, why are you boxing them out? Of yeah, you can't do the that. Presidential election. What is that all about? Right. You're so you're saying these people have the right to vote for a city alderman, but they can't vote for president wow. of the United States. Are you saying that the uh, president doesn't affect their lives as much as uh, the mayor of New York? That will happen. Mm-hmm. It will happen. It's just a matter of time. It's how long? Will it be next year, or will it be? 2024 but it's going to be soon it, it'll be soon yeah. if they don't put a stop to it and they're not going to apparently because uh, <laughs> the new mayor uh changed his mind on it i love oh, how I changed my mind yeah I, I yeah i i sat and i talked i listened to their concerns no 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 no. they reminded you who got you elected <clears throat> yeah i think is what it was and, and said hey if you want to be reelected later on yeah then you're gonna support this mayor. and it's it's too bad because the guy seemed to have some common sense. Like five minutes, right? Yeah, for Maybe about five minutes. He had minutes some common sense. Tops. He was against the mandates and all of that kind of stuff, it seemed. And yeah, we're going to stop crime. And then the vo- the crime deal, mm. the voting thing, and now he's already backtracking. He's going to be too good. Too bad. That's too bad. 888 uh, President Biden's approval rating hit a new low in the latest Harvard Caps-Harris poll mm. uh, as the White House faces crises on multiple fronts. Biden's approval rating fell to 39% in the poll. 39%. Mm. Which was released exclusively to the Hill. Well, good for them, man. That is such a feather in your cap that you got this poll and nobody else did. Of that, 18, just 18% of registered voters said they strongly approve of the job he's doing. 18%. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't know how even 1% 
strongly approves of well, this guy. Right. Yeah, there was a separate uh, poll, not to take you off of this one here, but uh, like 11% of the people surveyed gave him an A, a grade of an A in his first year. Yeah, I've got and, that poll and too. What was the F? How many gave him an F? Uh, let's see. Th- just 37%. Just 30%? 37% of voters give Biden's first year an F. Oh. 11% give him an A. Oh, okay. Oh, that's crazy. That's him. great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's not high enough for me, though. But who are these people? I give him an A. <laughs> God, he's good. He's good. <laughs> it's left-wing Jeffies. <laughs> give him an A. A for effort. Wait, A? <laughs> uh, okay, don't think about it. Uh, anyway. His uh, 53% said they somewhat or strongly disapprove. I mean, he's way underwater in this poll. Uh, And it's down six points from his approval rating in the same poll in November Mm. when he was at 45%. So he's slipping quickly. And people are becoming disgusted with him because, A, he's a buffoon. (laughs) uh, B, he's a Marxist. And C, he's brain dead. So that's a lot going against him. There's a lot going against him. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. It's tough to overcome that as president of the United States. Uh, Biden got his worst marks on the economy in this other poll. Uh, His worst marks came on the economy, immigration, and restoring unity. No kidding. (laughs) This was the guy who was going to restore unity to America. Has he done anything Mm. to unify? Not that I can think of. Not that I've seen. Uh, Well, we're unified on how much he sucks. That's about it. According to these polls. That's about it. 40% 40% flunking him in the latter two categories. 38% giving him an F on the economy. His best grades came on COVID-19 and healthcare. 35 and 31% respectively gave him an A or a B. Only 35 or 31, What? that's that's still not good. Mm-hmm. A larger share of voters gave Biden an F in this poll than they gave Trump his first year. And Trump had to deal with a media where 90% of their coverage right. was negative. right. That's a big difference. So this is really, it's really something. Yeah. Well, um, we're like... Uh, He's in trouble with the American people. We are, what, uh, 370 days in and uh, only 1,091 to go. Something okay, thank like you that. for that. Thank you for that. We're, I mean, we could just write... That's like kicking us right where we live, we're, Keith. Thank we're you. cresting the hill there. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Wow, 370 days. We got a thousand something left. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Like 1091. <laughs> I can't believe it's yeah. that long. Uh, yep. Sorry. All right, sorry about that. Let's go to Rod in New Hampshire. Hey, Rod, you're on the blaze. Yes, gentlemen. Hey, uh, there's already a lawsuit against New York City mm-hmm. and the state, and state of New York because New York Constitution specific, excuse me, specifically states you have to be a citizen. Oh, wow. So how can they get away with this is uh, what you would be thinking uh, after hearing that. I didn't realize they had a, a constitutional Hang on a second. amendment against it. Okay, so well, the New York Constitution says you have to be a citizen to vote. Correct. Okay, but you and Rod have both used this big word that I'm not familiar with in this mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah. What is a, what was it you said, a constitution? What is that, Rod? <laughs> I'm not following. It is something uh, most people don't pay attention to anymore, Keith, so it's, okay. it's kind of an old-fashioned Archaic thing. Archaic type thing? Yeah, Rod and I are quite clearly yeah. old people. Olden times uh-huh. talk. Uh-huh. All right, thanks, Rod. That's an interesting fact, that the New yeah. York Constitution says you must be a citizen. It so, seems pretty cut and dry then. Yeah. <laughs> You can't do that. I'm sorry. Then you can't do it. Period. 
Interesting. Hmm. Is there a number people can call, Ivan? <sighs> it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Canada, Justin Trudeau is getting a little frustrated with hmm. the unvaccinated because I'll tell you why. Oh. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Is it? Is yeah. it? I don't think we have time for the... the Oh, has he talked too much? We have, we, we have a time for the French clip here. If you want to see that one first, the shorter one. All right, let's see the what, French. Okay. Yes, we'll get through this pandemic by vaccination. And yes, we all know some people that have certain ideas about it. But we will continue to convince them. But there are some people that are fiercely against vaccination. Uh-huh. Interviewer, they're extremists. <laughs> they don't believe in science. They're off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Pause it for a second. <laughs> French. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Back that up and just play those last 10 or 15 seconds. This is the That's crazy. Justin Trudeau's words. That is absolute crazy talk. Some people fiercely against it. Mm-hmm. Those are extremists. They do not believe in science. They're often misogynist, often racist oh. as well. <laughs> this guy. This guy who uh, allegedly groped a woman and wears blackface on a regular basis is telling us that the, if you don't misogynist get a misogynist and racist, yeah. Where does misogyny or racism come that into play know. with the stupid vaccine? That I don't. Are know. you kidding me? <laughs> wow! If you didn't see what's going on right now, you just wouldn't believe it. You just would not believe it. <laughs> Gray is unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, Carl Smith tweets, Peter Ducey, my new favorite stupid SOB. Yeah. Coffee lover M. I'm feeling a tad let down. Pat didn't invite me along on his vacation. Right? Yeah. Just about did. Coffee lover You M. know what? Yeah. Just Do about not did. come. Yeah. Me, me too. Do not come. We, yeah. Me and coffee lover M are the only two people that didn't get The only ones. Everybody else. Corby's tr- coming. What? Uh, Rob and Nathan in the other room, they're all coming. Is that right? Yeah, I couldn't think of anybody else to. Is Jeffy? (laughs) Yeah, Jeffy will be there. What? No, Jeffy's supposed to be filling in for you. Uh, The person who uh, cleans the building all by themselves is 150,000 square foot. Claudia's coming. No, uh. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. So. Uh, that's well. Wait a minute. Uh, don't don't put too much. Do you mean a house set? I could watch over no. everything. Uh, unmig again. There's no. There's no. <laughs> no way. No roads there. between right. our yeah. homes. Shoot. So yeah. unmitigated giblet gall tweets. So Pat has an entourage. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Rowdy introvert. As a kid, I remember going to a restaurant and the hostess would always ask, smoking or non-smoking? Right. How many years until hostesses start asking, masking or non-masking? Mm. Mm. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something. Uh, okay, so so masks here in Texas, wherever we go, are not required. They're just not. <clears throat> uh, generally speaking, mm-hmm. that's the case. I am seeing more and more right now, just, and they're voluntarily wearing them. But a lot of people around here, have you noticed that? Are around wearing the masks now. In the building? or No, no, no. Just in the metro area. Yes. Yeah, yeah I have. And that Because bef- I think they're scared. But that was before this Omicron scare. I'd say in the last couple months now, it's kind of been a thing again. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that they've success- successfully scared the crap out of them. Again, yeah. that everybody's going to get this and we're all going to die. You know, that, so that's a mindset in some, some people's uh, heads. Isn't that amazing how the fear... <clears throat> 
can take root just like that. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't need a lot of stats or anything. Just yeah, just sure. spread like fear. But now you've got officials saying, yeah, the cloth masks don't work. Mm-hmm. You know, that, but that doesn't seem to register. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like that stuff doesn't register. It's no, only the it fear doesn't. stuff. Yeah. And then you have idiots like Trudeau in Canada who is saying that if you're unvaccinated, we should play this again. This is absolutely absolutely astounding to me that the head of a nation would say this about, what, 30 or 40% of his people. Who knows how many people? I mean, there's a lot of people still unvaccinated in Canada. Here's what he had to say, though, in French. We. Oui. Yeah, we'll get through this pandemic with the vaccination. And yes, we all know some people have certain ideas about it. Pause it for a second. Okay, he's trying to be, I guess this is the calm Trudeau. Some people have some certain ideas about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they, you know, pardon us for not feeling comfortable about having a mixture of no one knows what jammed into our bodies. And because of that, you're going to call people misogynist and racist? (laughs) Tell me what's in the vaccine. Why won't you do that? Why can't we hear what's in it? Why can't we be more uh, transparent about what has happened with some of the side effects? You do those two things. You open things up. And let us examine it rather than shutting everybody down for even asking a simple question. And then you might have some people that say, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And it, and it's not just shutting down people that might have questions about it. It's also shutting them out of their livelihoods, shutting them out of their educational opportunities, mm-hmm. shutting them out of large swaths of society. But, yeah. If you won't put this thing that you know nothing about into your body. They know nothing about, and there is no way to find out about it. Except from them, the whole thing sucks. If they would just be open, if they would just be honest, but they can't. They're skulking around uh, like they're doing something wrong, and the chances are they're doing that because they are doing something wrong. I mean, I just, this is unbelievable. Here's what he had to say. Finish this off. We'll continue to convince them, but there's some people fiercely against vaccination. Then, yeah, they're extremists. They don't believe in science. They're often misogynist, often racist as well. Small group that occupies a loud space. And there's a decision that needs to be made as a leader, as a country. Do we tolerate these people or do we say, well, come on, the majority of people, because 80% of Quebecers did, when they have to get vaccinated, want to get back to do things like we like to do. It will not be these people that will block us. So what does that mean? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to deport everybody who won't be vaccinated? What are you saying there? First of all, calling them as... I don't even know how you make There's that There's so much in. here. How do you make the that? The guy's off the rails. That's terrible. Oh, by the way, there <clears throat> is a trucker strike. Uh, truck drivers don't like the vaccine mandates, and they are currently headed uh, from west to east across the country toward Ottawa. And uh, right now, they're still in western Canada, I believe. Probably Alberta about now. Anyway, it's uh, hmm. stretches 70 kilometers long, this uh, convoy of truckers. So there's no way to tell how long that is. Could be a block. Could be. Could be 8,000 miles. I don't know. Could be. 
There's no way to tell. We really have no idea. Stupid. It sounded it sounded like a good stat, so I threw it yeah. out there. I mean, if it was like 45 miles long or something, <laughs> yeah, if. then you could say, oh, okay, wow, that's a long traffic jam. You could say that. <clears throat> you could. If if it were 45 miles long. If there were any long. way to know how long it actually is, <laughs> you know, to put it into American terms. Yeah. So. So, yeah, it's 45 miles long, <laughs> and it's stretching, it's headed... Headed east, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Pushback on Trudeau. Jeez, uh, pathetic. All right. What he also he had, had another to say no, yeah, he's, in English, and, right? Yeah. Glenn McGregor, TV News. Uh, Prime Minister, there's still a significant population in Canada that's refusing to get vaccinated despite all the things you've done, uh, travel restrictions, vaccine mandates, you coming out here at press conferences imploring them to get their shots. In France, they're bringing in uh, new measures with uh, what President Macron calls his intent to piss them off. Wondering what you were huh. going to do that you haven't tried already to reach these people who are continuing to clog up the ICU. I'm going to call them names. Well, I think, first of Pause all, it. we Pause do have to recognize with these people who are continuing to clog up ICUs. Really? There are no vaccinated people clogging up the ICUs? Get out of here. <laughs> it's been shown, and everybody knows now, that the vaccine does virtually nothing against the Omicron variant. Everybody's getting it. Vaccinated and unvaccinated. It's impossible to, with a straight face, and not be an, a lying sack of crap... It's impossible to say that this is a a pandemic of the unvaccinated because yeah. everybody is getting it. Yeah. Everybody. And if you really, to take it back to Joe Biden, if you really want to unite us, then stop <laughs> saying that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated when it's clearly not. Yeah. You look for opportunities mm. to divide us, man. The only thing we're united on at this point is how much you suck, Joe. Sorry, we're talking Trudeau. He mm-hmm. sucks too. Yes, he does. And he had more to say. Ready to reach these people who are continuing to clog up the ICUs. Well, I think, first of all, we do have to recognize that the vast majority of Canadians uh-huh. have stepped up, have been there uh, to yeah. get themselves vaccinated, to protect They've been their obedient loved ones, to their to overlords, frontline health workers. Okay. Uh, and that is mm-hmm. uh, significant. We're amongst the, 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 the top countries in the world uh, in terms of citizens uh, stepping forward to do the right thing. <clears throat> so it's not just about <sighs> governments uh, and health workers uh, frustrated uh, that there are uh, Canadians who still continue uh, to choose to not get vaccinated. They're it's bad fellow people. Canadians They're just as bad well. people. Yeah. When They're people, bad people are seeing uh, cancer treatments uh, and elective surgeries mm-hmm. put off right. uh, because beds are filled with people who chose not to get oh. vaccinated. <laughs> They're frustrated. There you go again. When no, people see nobody who's vaccinated in, uh, is taking up a bed. Serious public health restrictions <sighs> right now mm-hmm. because um, the risk posed to all of us by unvaccinated people, people get angry. And wow. we have put forward many, many different measures. I mean, to you're just trying to piss to people reassure, off. To incentivize, to educate, uh-huh. to. And they just won't listen. Boneheads. To. Remind people that it's never too late to do the right thing. It's never too late to go and get your first dose of vaccine. I can tell you uh-huh. that that frontline health me? worker who's giving you your first dose of the vaccine, mm-hmm. even now in January 2022, will be immensely pleased to be able to give you that first dose of vaccine even today. 
Uh, I don't think that's the because issue. They'd much Justin. rather be giving you Jeez. an injection of vaccine yeah. than intubating you in an ICU. Oh, oh, wow. And those are the only two choices, of course. You can either get injected with a vaccine or you can be intubated in an ICU bed because uh, you're about to die. <laughs> it's one or the other. I've, I've spent the last two minutes and 44 seconds looking for something to break. I know. It's crazy. I, you know, I just got this stupid virus and I didn't clog up anybody's ICU unit. <laughs> I'm unvaccinated. I got COVID-19 just like everybody else is getting. And I didn't go to the hospital. I didn't clog any system up and I didn't have to be intubated in an ICU unit. These guys are despicable. Wow. I mean, could they be any worse on this virus? I, I don't see how. Jeez. From Canada to Australia, where, you know, you're locked down completely. You can't go certain places. You can't go almost anywhere if you're unvaccinated in, in Australia. And they'll go door to door. And if you're not vaccinated, they'll take you away to uh, what's essentially a concentration camp for unvaccinated people. Wow. We're just going off the rails as a civilization. Uh, But if you're trying to sell your home in Mm. this off-the-rails civilization, you're going to need a really good realtor. And uh, they're fans of the show, so they're probably not going to worry about whether or not you've been vaccinated. They're probably going to just mind their own business and show you around uh, the homes that are available. Or if you're trying to sell your home, they can give you the great advice that you need on what to do to get your home ready for the market. You know, there might be uh, an open house or two, but they're not going to jam that down your throat every weekend so that you can keep your house immaculate and then stay somewhere else. Real estate agents I trust. These are these are realtors with great track records, with great marketing plans, and who are common sense, really good, salt-of-the-earth people. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray is unleashed. Hmm. And also, I just learned today that because I'm not vaccinated, I'm a misogynist racist. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't know that about myself until just now. Thank well, you, Justin Trudeau. We're learning. Yeah, we, we are. We're learning as we go. Mm-hmm. And the elites have a lot to teach us, you know? Don't you feel like Justin Trudeau is uh, is where all, all wisdom originates? Well... Right there at Justin Trudeau. He is the uh, we, well uh, of we wisdom. Have, uh, recently switched to drinking uh, water bottles. Water out bottles of, out of uh, water. Out, out of, of water. Uh, when we have water bottles we, uh, out of a plastic. Uh, uh, sorry, plastic. Away story. from plastic towards no. uh, uh, paper. Paper. Um, a box. Like drink box water bottles sort of oh thing. Drink box God. water bottle sort no. of thing. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> Corby Quick, I'm now pulling that one. There it applies. Oh, look at, there I it mean, applies. that's a one-two punch from Robin Corby. <laughs> so great. But so, you heard from the well of wisdom. I thought the well of wisdom right was there. Anthony Fauci. No? No, I think I think it just switched Trudeau? to Justin oh, Trudeau. Okay. My bad. Jeez. Mm, mm, or there could, you know, there could be two wells of wisdom. Well, I thought the wells of wisdom were at Davos right now, uh, planning our future. That's what 
my understanding was. Um, is Davos were, going on right now? Yeah, so they had this thing. You and didn't even uh, pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Some some elitist mm. lady, self self proclaimed. I'm not just throwing that word out there. You got to mm. see this clip. L- l- listen to this. Oh god. At Davos a few years ago, you know, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more elite. and more. Elite. So we can the come elite. together and design and oh. do beautiful things together. And she's obviously one the of them. The bad news is that in mm-hmm. every single country they were polling, mm-hmm. the majority of people trusted that elite less. <laughs> the elite less. So we can lead, but... But, but but wait what you can lead but 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 we're not listening what so that's that's where we're gonna leave that wow and she clearly believed yeah. herself to be among yeah. the elites that's great no no I'm sorry the elite yeah elite trust each other wow so let's use brain cells before we post but, things on the internet <laughs> thanks but if the plebes don't then what can we do well you can't do anything of sorts because people are too stupid. You know, to be led by the elite people who mm-hmm. know better than we do. It's like it's like the sheep not following the rancher. It's really sad. Yeah, yeah. It's really sad because they're trying. They're yeah. trying to keep us safe. Did you want to see, speaking of elites, did you want to see the uh, Fauci clip that's going to melt your heart? All right. You're going to love this. Watch this. From Does any of this make you want to leave your post, MSNBC. leave your job? What does your family say? Don't leave your job, please. Well, I'm obviously it's very stressful on my family, my wife and my children, the continual attacks and the ad hominems that are related to nothing but pushing back on the public health mm. principles that I talk about. <laughs> but this is too please. important. This is the important. kind of thing that I've devoted my entire career. Yeah, he's too important to this over cause. the last 40 plus years in public health, science and medicine. And we huh. are in a crisis right uh, now. And there's no chance I'm going to walk away from this. This is something no, that's just too important. important. It's just something well, he's talking about himself. That you are not walking away from this post. Amazing. You make us smarter and yeah. safer oh. and better every day. Thank every you so day. much, Dr. Fauci. Every day. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, she's almost on her knees. <laughs> worshiping him i'm i for one am appreciative that Good you're not walking golly. away you make us smarter and better and stuff and oh god oh these I, oh and he's just so important i mean nobody loves anthony fauci more than anthony fauci it's not possible yeah light, light that candle yeah light that candle for uh for anthony Anthony. this is what he thinks of himself seriously i wouldn't be surprised if he made these candles right and uh, that's why he has one in uh, in his office. He has the original. Yeah. Uh, that all these others came it, from. It's on the shelf behind his desk. Yeah. It's just he's just too important to step down. The world would go to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> too many people would die because he uh, left. I'm willing to try. Jeez. I'm willing to see what happens if he just goes. Well, away. he's not. He, fortunately, Keith, he's not too too important. Yeah. I'm just too important. You, I am science. You make us smarter. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Don't forget to uh, rate five stars and subscribe and let everybody you know. Or everybody you've ever encountered, hmm. let them know about the Pat Gray podcast. Wait Pat Gray minute. Unleashed. This is this. Mm-hmm. So 
everyone you've encountered. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you're in line at the checkout, uh, yes, tell them about. Wow. Hey, have you? Uh, so you're good with that. Heard Pat Gray unleashed. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. 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 So Something small, this important. Small talk. That's not small talk. That's big talk. I see. That is big talk. Yes, yeah. big yeah. talk. Big important talk. So yes, <laughs> yes. Go ahead and do that in line at the supermarket. Uh, what you when, when here's what you can do when the clerk says, "How's your day going?" Oh, so far. Mm-hmm. And then you got two ways to go. It's great. Because I just listened to Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay. And you should too. Or you could say, oh, it's not very good now, but I'm <laughs> looking forward to it becoming a lot better because I'm going to listen to the Pat Gray Unleashed podcast. It'll sound so organic. It will. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so, you know what? And then also mm-hmm. video yourself doing that. Tag us. Right. Uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Keith Malinak on Twitter. And then we'll then you you'll know, be world famous. We'll, we'll put it on. We'll watch that video and we'll see you promoting exactly. the show. Pretty awesome. Make it happen, y'all. Right? <laughs> okay. So a guy named Sam Shaw posted this over the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. It is. Uh, so he got he got some uh, junk mail. We all get junk mail, right? Uh-huh. And he said this is the funniest junk mail I've ever received in my inbox from Weber, uh, Weber Grills. Yeah. <laughs> Please accept our apologies. Our sincerest apologies. And then what they do? It sounds bad. It does sound bad. That sounds real bad. I mean, uh, that's a weird junk mail to get. Dear Sam, they write, "This morning you received our weekly recipe of the week email, hmm. which is sent to you every Friday." Oh yeah. In today's email, we highlighted a grilled meatloaf recipe. Oh no, honey. <laughs> At the time we shared the recipe with you, we were not aware of the unfortunate passing of American singer and actor Marv, Mr. Marvin Lee, a day. Also known as Meatloaf. Oh, no. We want to express our deepest apologies for this oversight and for any offense this email may have caused. We send our condolences to Mr. Day's family and fans. (laughs) Thank you for understanding. Awkward. The Weber family. Awkward. (laughs) Oh, no. So they probably put it in the queue like three months ago. Yeah. To send out this grilled meatloaf recipe. I mean, how stupid is that that you have to... Take the time and apologize for that when nobody. I mean, yes, it's an unfortunate coincidence, but please. No, I got news for Weber Grills and everybody else that sends out spam. Uh, nobody noticed your recipe of the week. Yeah, we right. all saw it and hit delete. Yeah. And then now you make an issue out of it. It was news to Sam that you <laughs> send this to him every Friday. He had no idea. <laughs> uh, so true. Meanwhile, legendary musician. Legendary oh, musician. God. Neil Young issued an ultimatum to Spotify. You got to choose between my music mm-hmm. or Joe Rogan's podcast. Let me think. Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. About that. We just chose. So <laughs> thank you for the ultimatum. So you're done? Yeah. You don't even have done. to noodle this out? We're done. Uh, see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take your stupid, crappy music with you. Yeah. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Oh, how we'll miss that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't sing Harvest Moon. <laughs> that one really. Ugh, Young posted an open letter to Spotify, which entered into a $100 million deal with Rogan to host his podcast. What do you think their deal is with uh, with Neil Young? <laughs> I'm going to say somewhat south of $100 million. <laughs> Here's three cents every time someone plays your song. Right. That's about it. Something. 
I'm doing this, he says, because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Please act on this immediately today and keep me informed of the time schedule. <laughs> okay, Dad. All right. No, I, I acted on it the second I read yeah, the headline. I heard, I heard you do that. Yeah. You've already deliberated in your head. Joe Rogan. Uh, it's you've, just that easy. You've chosen. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. This guy thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, Rogan has been criticized from, by many for advocating for alternate treatments. And and I would love to know what it is, young, they should ask him, what misinformation are you, what disinformation yeah. are you talking about? What did he do that's going to kill people? Yeah. What did he say? Did he tell anybody to do anything? No. He has said, I think for himself, he took ivermectin, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it hydroxychloroquine? The whole cocktail. Yeah, I, he took he took everything, and it worked for him. And how is that disinformation if it worked for yeah, him? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there are some things that, that Rogan will suggest or, or say that, that he believes. But for the most part, he literally cracks open a couple of mics mm-hmm. and asks questions of his guest, and then they deliver information. What happened to a society where you get to listen to both sides and then choose for yourself? Especially considering Neil Young from the protest movement of the 60s uh, yeah. is now lockstep with the government. Go away, you. It's amazing. Uh, I want you to let Spotify know immediately today. Oh, he's telling this to his management. That I want all my music, all my music off their platform. Okay. They can have Rogan or Young, <laughs> not both. Okay. Mm. Uh, here's some of the things Rogan has said. Okay. Get this. I'm not a doctor. Huh. Mm. Well, then you're sort of setting yourself up as maybe not the ultimate authority on this, but you're sharing your thoughts and feelings. Hmm. Kind of like what people do on, I don't know, a podcast. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. I'm an effing moron. (laughs) And I'm a cage-fighting commentator (laughs) who's a dirty stand-up comedian. (laughs) I'm not a respected source of information, even for me, but I at least try to be honest about what I'm saying. (laughs) So there you have it. I mean, if that's not adequate for uh, Neil Young and... All the cultists Thank you. who love the vaccine so much and who love the mask mandates so much and want to be told every step they can make by the government, tough, tough. Joe Rogan's just sharing his thoughts and feelings on the air. That's what you do. This is America. Yeah, um, I have an update uh, <sighs> in Spotify. Um, apparently, uh, and unfortunately, Neil Young's catalog is still available. Jeez, <clears throat> oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. Wow, there's you, a lot of people suffering through that yeah, day right now. You're right about <laughs> it. Just being another member of the cult. Yeah, and for him to think I'm, I'm so important, <laughs> and my music is so critical to people's lives that I can force them to get rid of a guy they just signed for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> okay, good luck with that. Mm. Good luck with that, Neil. Oh, you got another Jeez. cult member uh, in your hand there, I see. Is yeah, another one? Whoopi Goldberg apparently yesterday was uh, <laughs> pissed off at, and here it is, liberals eating their own once again, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, but in this case, it, it's a little irritating because Bill Maher was making some really serious sense, and we played that for you yesterday. He and Barry Weiss were talking about COVID and how they're done with it. And most people are done 
with it. And they're done being panicked and they're done with the lockdowns and the mandates and the mask wearing and all of that stuff. And now it's like, okay, let's just live our lives. And uh, this is just going to be any other, like any other disease that circulates in our society. We have to get to that point eventually because they said, they've said multiple times we're not going to be able to eradicate it. All right, well, then we're going to have to live with it. But she went off on Bill Maher yesterday. So, it's not just people on the fringe either who are who are thing. you know speaking out like this and over the weekend Bill Maher made a case for people who are vaccinated, boosted and have been following the rules since all of this started. Take a look. I don't want to live in your paranoid world anymore. Your masked paranoid world. You know, you go out it's silly now. You know, you have your mask, you have to have a card, you have to have a booster, they scan your head. <laughs> like you're a cashier and I'm a bunch of bananas. <laughs> I'm not bananas, you are. That's not really funny to people who've lost their kids oh, to this vaccine or people who've lost Uh-oh, she misspoke, she misspoke, pause that. To your friend. That's not really funny to parents who have lost kids to this vaccine. She meant virus. But thanks, thanks for pointing that out, Whoopi. Yeah, that people have lost. I would like to know. kids to the vaccine. I want to to find out uh, the comparison. In fact, I have a text drafted. I need to send this right now uh, to someone who might know. I want to know how many kids have died from the vaccine compared to how many. We know it's less than a thousand mm-hmm. in the United States that have died from COVID. I would love to know that comparison. So I will. Well, I doubt this. they're going to admit that any kids have died from well, the vaccine. Well, I'm sure somewhere in Vares, uh, there's a tally. Maybe. Yeah. So Maybe. I just sent that text to uh, yeah. Steve Dace, who you can hear later today here on the Blaze, and let's see uh, see if he knows the number off the top of his head. Anyway, we'll she had be, more to say. Ugh. This vaccine, or people who've lost family members or dear friends to this, it's it's just you know, listen, nobody on the planet really wants to go through this. This is not something we're doing because it's you know sexually gratifying. Uh-huh. This is what we're doing to protect our families. I wonder. And you don't have to do it, but stay away from everybody. No, because you. Because if you're the one who's not paying attention and you're coughing and sneezing you don't want to then stay out of the public man this is not nobody wants this i don't want it and i think it's forgetting that people are still at risk who cannot get vaccinated people who can't get that little kids under the age of five yeah or people with health conditions how dare you be so flippant man they're, they're, still, like, they gotta, they're over it. Like, yeah. like a relationship. I'm yeah. over it. I don't feel like I don't seeing him anymore. To the post-mask part, because I think there's a prudence we've learned with the mask, the hand, sanita- uh, hand sanitizing that kind of like 9-11 with flying what? is always going to be here now. There's a new normal. In the beginning, when, at post-9-11, people didn't want to fly, and the security measures felt like, uh, how do we do this? You know. And now it's the norm. I think no. some of the things no. we've learned in this no. pandemic mm-hmm. are going to stay the same. I may never ride a subway again without a mask. I may never go indoors to big crowds and never feel comfortable without choice. a mask. And that's up to me to do that. Yes! That's up to you to do that. I like that. that. Yes! Right. That's the key there. That's the key. Government forcing you to do any of these things. Like, I don't care if you got in the gang room. You stay home. No! No! Hey, you you keep doing that. That's a new impersonation there, Whoopi. <laughs> that's actually very good. Considering it's on the fly, you've never done it before. No. That's good stuff. <laughs> I, I just want to take an aside here and point out that that needs to be in more on trivia. Like, <laughs> which celebrity voice? Name this person? celebrity voice. 
I'm telling tell you something. I'm getting Oh, that's whoop! That's Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. Did Bang. I get a? Did I get a win? Ding 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 ding. We should make a rule: if you can get that voice and and correctly identify it, yeah, you win the game. Your, your team, your wins team for is the week. just yeah. one for the week. <laughs> More on trivia is just automatically over. Oh. You win. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Ron in uh, Virginia. He's got some thoughts on the Biden sob speech. <laughs> Comment. Hey Pat. Hey. hey. Uh, Hey Pete, how we doing? Hey, hey. hey uh, so yeah, I caught I caught Biden's uh, little SOB speech uh, yesterday, and uh, mm-hmm. some some networks are saying this is a gas. A this gaffe. is not a gas. No, who, who he is? Look at look right. at when he was campaigning. He got up in that uh, UAW's face about taking guns. Yeah, He's shouting at another uh, um, uh, shoot another person last week. Tell him he gets upset when he's questioned with hard yeah. questions. Yeah, like, how dare you question me? That's right. Right. He's like a little kid. He gets upset. I'm going to take my ball and go away. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, exactly right. Appreciate it, Ron. Thanks. I mean, there's moments like that where he called Peter Ducey the SOB. Moments like this. Uh, Look, fat. Look, here's the deal. Look, look, fat. Look. And he challenged the guy to a fight or a race (laughs) or whatever. Push-ups. Yeah. I mean. He was seriously pissed at that guy. Then he was challenged, uh, as Ron said, by the person who was talking about guns. I mean, the guy can't control his emotions Mm-mm. anymore. He's 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 lost that ability. He's just a crotchety, brain dead, uh, old ass bum in it. Old ass bum Perfect. in there. You're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Boy, he All right. Sucks. Ugh, the worst. Let me tell you about Omega XL, which is the best. If you got some it, uh, inflammation in your joints and it's causing you pain and maybe altering your life a little bit, uh, the pain in my elbow was making it so that I could I could barely use my left arm. Um, and I finally broke down and took Omega XL. And I kept thinking, eh, it's all natural. Well, yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's all natural. Their omega fatty acids come from the pristine waters around New Zealand. Uh, and what they do is restore SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping your joints healthy. But as we age and as your joints take a beating from just daily use, uh, you start to lose the SPMs. Omega XL can help restore your SPMs and rejuvenate your joints and stop the damage that's being done in your joints. Not only does it hurt and it can be a little bit debil- debilitating, uh, but there there can be permanent damage done if you don't get it taken care of. So give it a try. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, Gare Bear tweets. Look at demographics and how many from California and other states have fled to Texas. Mm. The mask is a litmus test on whether they've moved. Oh, boy. Elections are going to be interesting. I don't like this. Yeah, Beto was close enough to Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like this at all for 2022, whoever he's running against from the Republicans. Uh, Hippie Patriot tweets, I think the draconian leaders of the world are using the vaxxed, unvaxxed narrative. 
to bring back the racism issue so it can blow up again this year. That's a great point. Stupid people will believe yeah. that unvaxxed are racist. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Who's most vulnerable? Yeah. Uh, minorities. So you want to kill minorities by not wearing protection? True. That, that's that's how they can tie it in. Gosh, They've already done. That's going to happen. They've already done that, that's really. A great point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of the masks... Uh, do you know John Stockton is John Stockton, one of the greatest basketball players yeah. of all time? Agreed. Love me some John Stockton. When I lived in Utah, I was a big jazz fan. I've since uh, pretty much given up on the NBA. Right. Uh, but Stockton was awesome. Uh, just a nice guy, a humble guy, and one of the greatest basketball players ever. So he's from Gonzaga, and he'd been going to the games because uh, he's a huge fan. Yeah, support him. And so we were supporting his old team. And while he did, he he didn't put a mask on. <laughs> and some people took offense to that. Oh, so they actually uh, called him on the carpet. I think it was the uh, president of Gonzaga who had this conversation with him and said, look, uh, John, sorry, but you need to wear a mask or we got to take your season tickets away. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? <laughs> How many, I'm sorry, how, how many Hall of Fame basketball players <laughs> do you have that came from this school? Uh-huh. Seems like the count is, I don't know, you could count it on one finger. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you're going to do that? And, and Stockton said the conversation with, the, uh, with him was unpleasant, was very unpleasant. Mm. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable stupidity. Uh, he told the Stockton told the spokesman to review. Oh, it was the athletic director, Chris Standiford. Uh, and so they just said, sorry, you either wear a mask or you can't come to games anymore. And he's decided he's not coming to games anymore. Really something else. Well, really I, pathetic. Well, what else is pathetic is the fact that that these cultists, mm-hmm. right? They, they look at everything through this uh, COVID mask vaccine lens. They don't care about anything else that John Stockton stands for for the university. And no, I, they don't care. I, I'm at the Gonzaga University website, and I find a story from 2017 mm-hmm. taking stock. Basketball Hall of Famer is all about others. And so they have <laughs> That's this. That's what I'm saying. He's this, a great guy. Right, so they have this beautiful, long piece about his life and all the great things he's done. But, dear God, if you don't wear a mask, get out. Get out! Jeez. These people are insane. In fact, he had multiple conversations with school administrators. Yeah, oh, jeez. Uh, he says, basically, it came down to they were asking me to wear the mask to the games and being a public figure, someone a little bit more visible, I stuck out in the crowd a little bit. This is him just soft-pedaling this. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they received complaints and felt like Whatever, the higher-ups, those weren't discussed, but from whatever it was higher up, they were going to have to either ask me to wear a mask or they were going to suspend my tickets, which is what they wound up doing. Jeez. Because he doesn't want to wear a mask while he's watching a game. Uh, I don't blame him. Just, it's asinine. And yet, we're still doing it. Two years later, we're still in that situation. Unbelievable. It's uh, like Bill Maher said, we're over it. Get on. Move on. Yeah, well. Well, no, how dare you say that you're over it? How dare you? Ugh. Wait, was that Whoopi or was that Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> Who are we going with now? Well, have you ever seen the two of them at a party together? That's a great yeah. point. Yeah, I'm I have not. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
they're one and the same. I'm not sure. Oh my! I'm just not sure. Goodness. I have not seen them at a party together. Oh, hideous. <laughs> uh, here's something fun that uh, is unbelievable. Really, the Hershey Bears is a uh, that's a minor league hockey team, and they I guess there's a tradition mm. at Hershey with the Bears that. The first goal of the day from oh yeah I think there's I think there's one game every year okay where, where they throw teddy bears out on the yeah, ice yeah and then they give them to like underprivileged kids or something oh that's like really that. cool yeah little stuffed animals and stuff uh well so, this is amazing yeah so 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 a lot of pent up energy I guess in Hershey Pennsylvania because they haven't done this for a while yeah they haven't done it since 2019 uh, oh. or 2018 or whatever they skipped a couple years okay and so um. So, so the other night we have a look at what happened. Yeah, so, so somebody scored a goal, and look at all these teddy bears come out, right? Whoa! And uh, they end up. If if you flash forward to the uh, end of of the melee, they set a world record for most objects thrown onto the ice. Get this: fifty-two thousand three hundred forty-one stuffed animals. Awesome! Look at that. That is. I mean, why even play the game after that? We'll, we'll pick it back up tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> it takes how, how long did it take him to I pick all know. that up? That's a great question, Pat Hershey. 52,341 stuffed animals, most of them teddy bears, thrown out on the ice at the Hershey Bears uh, hockey game. How cool is that? That's incredible. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, let's see. I, I, I don't know um, how long it took them. But, uh, well, look at that. Hey, they... Uh, they won five to nothing, so yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. It does. I, I try to follow the Hershey Bears. Oh, yeah? Who's your I favorite can. player? I, I couldn't pick just one. That's like what? picking your favorite child. You can't. Wait a minute. Can't do it. How about the guy who scored the first goal there? Tell me how much you love uh, Alex oh, Johnson. I love hyphen Alex. <laughs> <laughs> nice pronunciation there. On, yeah. On his uh, Axel mm-hmm. Johnson. Axel. I just call him Ax. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's I, really good, though. I, the, 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 here's his. Here's the last part of his last name, F J, an A with those two little dots over it. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously from you know, over there, Norway. Yeah, Finland. F J A L L B Y, Fialbi, Fialbi. No idea. I still, right. I still don't know how long it took him to clear the ice, by the way. It's a lot of snicking bears, though. That's cool. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. 888 900 More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Ray Unleashed. There's a new poll out about potential candidates in the 2024 presidential uh, primary for Republicans. And guess who? dominates that scene. Gosh, I couldn't begin can't, to You get, can't think, can't right? Even. Uh, you're probably thinking Lindsey Graham. <laughs> or... Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. You're not thinking Lindsey Graham? No. Hmm. Weird. I, wasn't thinking, I don't think anybody's yeah. thinking Lindsey uh, Graham. Donald Trump. Oh, what? Uh, oh. Donald Trump leads the poll. In a hypothetical eight-person GOP pre- presidential primary, Trump holds quite an edge. 57%. Uh, of Republican voters support him. Uh, Ron DeSantis and former Vice President Mike Pence are next at 12 and 11 percent. Gosh, do you 57 see? to 12 over DeSantis. Wow. Do you look at that poll if you're Ron DeSantis and think, all right, maybe now's maybe the now time I'll say, I say. <laughs> hey, you know what? If he runs, I'm not going to run against him. I just, I, 
You should. He probably he probably should. Uh, no other candidate got double digit support. Now, if President former President Trump doesn't run, mm-hmm. DeSantis leads uh, thirty to twenty four. I'm surprised it's that close between he and Pence. Really, Pence? Mike Pence? What this Pence? Seriously? Please. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. That surprises me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. I just feel like. There was a time when I thought Pence would be a really good oh. candidate, like 2006, seven, but that time's passed. Right. I'm I'm more hung up on the Trump stuff with independent voters and how the machine just figures out a way to defeat Trump in 24. I fear. No, nah, I don't think so. One way or another. I'm 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 talking about by, by by hook or by crook. Uh, they're they gonna try to steal it. Figure from out a way. Yeah. Uh, so 30 for DeSantis, 24 for Pence, and then third place, uh, trailing way behind at 14% is Ted Cruz. Interesting. And again, it's like we've said, those who ran against Trump last time are kind of done. Although Pence, uh, is doing pretty well. Um, but that was because, that's because he was the vice president, I think, for or Donald Trump. Name recognition, maybe? Name recognition. Mm-hmm. They, you know, he's an ally. Yeah. Although sure Trump's is. not happy with him. No. Because no, of Pence the is... Stuff that Pence wouldn't do that he wanted him to do. There's not a chance Pence wins No, I don't the think nomination so either. I don't think all. so either. No. No. I'm sure I'm sure Trump would pick him, though, right? It'd be totally a Trump-Pence... No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. In a hypothetical <sighs> head-to-head matchup against Joe Biden... Okay, here we go. Trump leads that, 46-40. It shouldn't nice. be that close. No, though. but still, I'll take it. I- any victory. What's head-to-head? Take uh, it. DeSantis-Biden, we got that? DeSantis, meanwhile, um, polls nearby, even against Harris. Let's see. Um, 46-40, okay, so, Trump over Biden. So Trump leads 46-40 over Biden. He leads 49-39 over Harris. I'm surprised it's that close. Uh, meanwhile, DeSantis in a hypothetical matchup. Would be 40% to Harris's 39, but what about Biden? I don't see where. Uh, <laughs> They're just like, the pollster's like, yeah, he's not going to be there in 20 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even poll that question. <laughs> I, so, I don't know, man. I just. It's I, interesting. And, and through, let's just say through no fault of his own, Trump has these liabilities. Let's just say he's mm-hmm. white as the pure driven snow, okay? Mm-hmm. The, I just, the, the machine from all angles. I'm, all angles. Mm-hmm. I just think that that they will find they will they will be more motivated to keep him out of office than if it's like a DeSantis or someone like that, just yeah. because they hate him so much. I just have less fear of the cheating thing than you do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. What cheating and thing? What's this? The the votes. You know the voting cheating thing. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. That's a thing. Yeah, that's it in was, America well, it was a thing. Um, no, in, in this country, pushed by Sidney Powell, oh. and then at the end of it all, she comes out and says, "I can't believe people believed me on that." That's not an exact <laughs> quote, but it was something to that effect. That she just threw it out there, and you believed that? <laughs> I wasn't serious. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done with the whole thing. I yeah, just interesting can't. things happen when you get subpoenaed, right? I don't know. <laughs> I she didn't seem to produce anything. Yeah, well, that's for sure. She didn't produce a thing. So 2024 is going as bad as 2020 was. It's gonna look like 
child's play compared to what 2024 is going to be like in this country, I'm afraid. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger had a little mishap in Los Angeles the other day. He had a multi-car crash on oh, Sunset no. Boulevard. Uh, a report from L.A. Police Department detailed that he was driving his uh, Yukon SUV near the whoa, intersection. Whoa, wait a minute, SUV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, look at that. Cool, that's bad. He just ran over the top of two cars. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. That's bizarre. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was driving at the intersection of Sunset Boulevard, Allenford Avenue, when a collision occurred with a red Prius making a U-turn. His vehicle rolled up on top of the Prius and continued to roll, ending up hitting a Porsche Cayenne and another vehicle that were waiting for a light to change. The impact was so severe that his airbags deployed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Wait. Is wow. this the guy who says... Wow. Terminate pollution. And he drives a Yukon he, SUV? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That's good to know. <laughs> right. He is. And uh, <laughs> let's see. Politicians who ignore the environment are liars. Okay. That's that okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, that's that good. same guy. That's that guy. Yeah. Same guy. Hmm. Uh, well, so so he... Screw freedom or yes, something to yeah, that effect. Yeah. Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Like, right. <laughs> Screw your freedom. It kills people. And the only way we prevent the only it is way. to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. wear masks, right. do social distancing, washing your hands all the time. All the time. Not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. Disturbed no, here. Screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations. Now, now listen, listen, listen to his example. And responsibilities. Responsibility. Here we go. You cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is when it gets mm-hmm. serious. It's I like see. no different than a traffic light. We but put a traffic light at the intersection no, so okay. someone doesn't kill someone else. <laughs> otherwise, yes. otherwise, SUVs would be rolling up on other people's cars. So these two vehicles were parked at the stoplight. Like he pointed out in his example of, of your freedom stops here because we have responsibilities. And what does he do? Rolls over the top. Takes of him. His, his his environmentally unfriendly SUV and just climbs over the top of him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's funny stuff. <laughs> Screw your freedom. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's uh, it's sad that he was the guy in Hollywood <laughs> that was know. supposed to be the big conservative. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be like a saving grace from Hollywood with the Republican Party. This is the man who can uh, who who can make a huge difference with conservatives and bring, you know, somewhat somewhat moderate Democrats to the table. And it just turns out he's essentially a Democrat. Uh, yeah. He's a, I mean, period. Period. The end. (laughs) Unbelievable. Meanwhile, Washington University in St. Louis says uh, professionalism is racist. Getting so tired of all of this. So, like, the word professionalism is racist? Uh, An event at Washington University in St. Louis is asking students one question. Is professionalism a racist construct? Okay, okay. So the term yeah. professionalism not being professional? I, I don't know. I, this is such gobbledygook from the left again in our educational institutions. The term professionalism has at times been used to silence and marginalize people of color. What? 
when attributes of appearance, language, or interactions that have nothing to do with job knowledge or constructive collegial relationships are labeled as unprofessional. <laughs> okay. I, I, who knows? They're man. really, they're really, yeah, they're grasping at straws here. In this context, so-called professionalism is coded language, <laughs> a construct that upholds institutional racist policies and excluding practices. According to the description, the event will focus on dismantling white supremacy and privilege in varied contexts while upholding social justice and advancing effective workplaces in which all contributors can bring their full selves to the job site. That's So don't... The, 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 my takeaway is my don't set standards so high. This is what they're saying, effectively, that minorities are boxed out because we can't expect minorities well, to be professional. Which, that, by the way, is the racist construct. Thank you. Right there. <laughs> Not the word pro- or the term professional. Professionalism. Mm. Jeez. What a... It's unbelievable. It is so it's obvious. It's unbelievable. How, how, sometimes you just feel like you're not a nut. No, sometimes you feel like you're the only one that recognizes this kind of stuff. It's right there. It's so obvious. You don't need a decoder for this stuff. Why is it so hard for so many Americans to see this stuff for what it is? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, probably because they have so much help from the media, from you know the CNNs, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC News. All of that helps the other side so that people just uh, continue to live in that little liberal bubble. By the way, an armored car company used by a licensed marijuana dispensary in Missouri and other states is suing the federal government claiming law enforcement agents have illegally seized the dispensary cash the company was transporting. Huh. So they just took their money again. The federal lawsuit filed in California uh, last week comes after a sheriff's deputy in Dickinson County, Kansas, stopped one of uh, the company's vehicles last year on I-70 for an unspecified traffic violation and seized almost $166,000 in cash it was transporting from dispensaries in Kansas City, Missouri, to a credit union in Colorado. Now, this is obviously legal stuff. Mm -hmm. They are a dispensary of legal, um, licensed marijuana, and they got pulled over for nobody knows what reason, and the law enforcement agencies, once again... Just took their money. U.S. Attorney's Office in Kansas subsequently filed a civil forfeiture action against Empyreal, uh, the company, arguing the seized cash was traceable to sales that violated the Federal Controlled Substances Act. Hmm. So that case is pending. In October, there uh, there was a media outlet that sought records to uh, to stop the Dickinson County Sheriff's Office under the Kansas Open Records Act. Meanwhile, uh, they have not returned the money, and they have said they're not going to return the money. It's just another case. And this one is a little bit tougher because marijuana is involved, but it's a company that dispenses this legally in in apparently where it's legal in these certain states. This is... And they happen to be transporting cash, and so that was taken from them. 
I mean, that's a lot of money to a small company. $166,000? Regardless if it was a dollar. If it was a right. dime. Yeah. I'm... Corby, turn my mic off. <laughs> is, I'm telling you, I'm It's hard to this. talk about. I am, I am so... too. I am too. Because it's un-American. It's unconstitutional. And it's, it, it's amazing that it continues to happen over and over and over again. Despite the publicity... Despite the light being shown on it, that this has been happening all over the country. We're not the only ones talking about this anymore. There's others who are are hearing about it, talking about it, and yet they're so bold, they're so confident in what they're doing that they just keep doing it. Okay, so it was picking up money in just the state of Kansas, or did you say Missouri too? Did you just say... Yeah, Missouri and Kansas. So mm-hmm. this doesn't get any better. But since they cross state lines, does this not become a federal issue? I'm sure the FBI will get to the... Oh, the FBI will get to the bottom of it, you bet. Microphone off. (laughs) Yeah, the FBI has shown uh, what a great agency they are for, you know, getting to the bottom of things. They sure got to the bottom of that Gretchen Whitmer uh, yeah, that's right. Kidnapping, didn't oh, they? Yeah, where the federal agent basically where it was their idea created the whole scenario. And yeah. They enlisted people to go ahead and try to kidnap her. Yeah, Remember that? Right. Yeah. But, but the big stuff, like say, um, I don't know, like a shooting from a hotel window into a crowd of people below. Uh huh. They'll figure that out. Just like that, right? Lickety split. Lickety split. split. Right. So they'll get all over that. Yeah. That's been what three years of the Las Vegas shooting. Four? Oh, four, five, five. Trump was president. <sighs> wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Four, Crazy. Five. Anyway. Absolutely amazing. Uh, but a, it keeps happening. I just, I, I don't know how to stop this. I, I don't know what you do to, um, you know, enforce the U.S. Constitution. Uh, and <laughs> Again, that word. Maybe people just don't care because it's a, this one is a marijuana dispensing company. But they're apparently doing it legally, and they have these armored cars that do uh, transport this stuff. So, I mean, is the company logo like a marijuana leaf? I don't know. I mean, you probably don't want to stand know. out as you're flying down you Interstate don't. 70 through Kansas. No. You might want to just have a more nondescript uh, logo. Jeez. I don't know. And you know that, that the law enforcement agents were like, all right, we got an easy civil asset forfeiture situation here. Uh, let's pull these guys over and see what they've got. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they found $166,000 in cash. I am angry. It's it's out of control. It's just really out of control. Speaking of which, uh, in Crockett, Texas. You know where Crockett is? I had to look this up. I found it. It's in East Texas. It's like halfway Near... between Dallas and Houston. Effectively, oh, yeah. okay. A Texas woman was arrested after a bizarre encounter inside a Walmart store where she's accused of offering another shopper there for the woman's baby. You don't hear about this a lot in the United States of America, but uh, it happened in Texas. Wait, $500,000? Yeah. 500 grand. I'm listening. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Jeffy's not here today. Continue. Is that that in cash? Yeah, yeah, free and clear. Cash. Got to pay taxes on it. Rebecca Taylor was charged with sale or purchase of a child and was released from the Houston County Sheriff's Office on $50,000 bond. The alleged incident occurred at a store, well, at a a Walmart. Mm -hmm. The two women were reportedly 
in the self-checkout line last week, the mother who was with her baby and a one-year-old, told police the woman commented on her son's blonde hair and blue eyes. No, you wanted an adorable baby. Oh, no. His blonde hair and blue eyes. Okay. And then she said, um, how, how much does he cost? <laughs> And the mother is like, what? What do you mean? You mean to have him? How much did it cost me in the hospital? No. Uh, How much to sell him? She said, I have $250,000 in the car. I'll give it to you right now. Oh, my. For your baby. Oh, my. Uh, Wow. The mother laughed off the comment a little bit at first. But then uh, the woman not only told her she had the $250,000 in the car, but waited for her outside the outside the Walmart. And when the mother came out, she was saying, I'll give you $500,000 then. Oh, my goodness. So there was another shopper that heard this exchange, called police, and, and they arrested this woman. Uh, so the moral of that story is, I think, don't try to buy other people's babies. Oh. At least not at a Walmart. I thought the moral... Yeah, it just doesn't go well. Yeah, it doesn't you know? go... What if you have a coupon? <laughs> I thought the moral of the story was going to be um, if if uh, someone approaches you about purchasing your child, mm-hmm. uh, when the story washes out in the end, it'll probably end up being a federal agent. Okay, that could be too. It just has right? that feel like... Because that's all they do. That's all the that. FBI does is set up crimes. They don't solve them. We were this close to solving this case when the guy shot up the place. Right. This one, either that or it's some federal agent was uh, trying to entrap a young mother into selling her kid in the parking lot at Walmart. And here's another takeaway, a potential takeaway from the story. Uh, if somebody offers you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your baby, yeah. hold out. Hold, uh, hold thank out. Thank you, Pat. Until you get outside the <laughs> store, and then the offer doubles. Now wait. <laughs> If you now the story, the mom kind of screwed up a little bit there, right? Uh-huh. If she had gotten into her car, uh-huh. what then? Seven hundred fifty k, and been like, all right, Maybe, all right, right. right. Now then, right. then when you crank up the car, you might you might be in the seven digit territory. You're talking a million dollars, right? Yeah, you have it on you. Yeah, let me see. In cash, let me see. Let's see the. I'm case. not unbuckling this child seat device. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it is bad. That's terrible. We shouldn't <laughs> laugh at something like this. No. That is actually incredibly creepy. Yeah, it's crazy. Incredibly it's creepy. What? Yeah. It's amazing how many of these kind of weird things, though, happen in Texas, isn't it? We got we have stories like this, this all is a fl- the no, time. No, no, Pat. No, I'm not going to let you get away with this. That's a Florida story. If I've Florida, ever heard one, yeah, that's yeah. a Florida story. See, now maybe people are moving to Florida. Maybe that explains that tweet earlier yeah it's possible they're moving from florida to texas bringing their crazy all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and did pat unleashed on twitter uh we got this uh paxlovid ad paxlovid is this (laughs) new drug from pfizer that treats covid19 and they said it uh it reduces the chance of death i think by 90 percent oh and hospitalization by about the same so it's supposed to be really effective. Well, yeah. So they just literally uh, just read the contents of their warnings. Right. Producer Rob put something <laughs> together. Now, this is all real. Uh-huh. This ad is completely real right up to the end. Check this out. The COVID-19 pandemic has affected us all. Loved ones have been lost. 
Millions have gotten sick and weren't able to get the treatment they needed because of overcrowding in hospitals. Now there's a new way to treat mild to moderate coronavirus disease for people over 12, and that's with Paxlovid. Paxlovid's a new tablet from Pfizer designed to treat patients over the age of 12 who are experiencing mild to moderate COVID-19 hmm. with positive results okay. of direct SARS-CoV testing and who are at high risk for progression to severe COVID-19, including hospitalization okay. right. or death. Paxlovid's right. available by prescription only uh-huh. and should be initiated as soon as possible after diagnosis of COVID-19 and within five days of symptom onset. Okay. Yeah. Possible Reasonable. side effects of Paxlovid include impaired sense of taste, diarrhea, mm. high blood pressure, and muscle aches. Yikes. Using Paxlovid at the same time as certain other drugs may result in potentially significant drug interactions, so consult with your doctor. Okay. Using Paxlovid in people with uncontrolled or undiagnosed HIV-1 infection may lead to HIV-1 drug resistance. Oh, Wait, what? Do not take Paxlovid <laughs> if you're taking blood thinners, anti-seizure medications, uh-huh. drugs for irregular heart rhythms, high blood pressure and high cholesterol, wow. antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, immunosuppressants, steroids, including inhalers, HIV treatments, and erectile dysfunction Whoa. medications. <laughs> now there's a way to get your life back. 17. Ask your doctor to see if Paxlovid is right for you. Paxlovid by Pfizer. Uh-huh. Because we don't give a damn if you live or die, just so long as our stock prices rise. Yeah. And that is happening. So it's just the very end there that was changed. That's amazing. That Paxlovid, you can't, if you're taking any other kind of medication, uh, you might want to say no thank you to your doctor's <laughs> recommendation of a Paxlovid prescription. There's a lot. Wow. There's a lot of bases covered there. That is crazy. You know, it's amazing how many of these uh, drug commercials, though, talk about how, you know, the side effects can be this and that and, and may even lead to death. I mean, I hear that in, I don't know, Everyone. 50% yeah. of them. Right, yeah. It's it's almost like with the vaccine. Tell you what, I'm going to just not take a chance with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. Let me take the chance with the disease and uh, and not the cure, because the cure sounds like it's pretty brutal at times. <laughs> also, on some of the uh, depression medications, they ca- it causes... They, one of the side effects is depression wait, whoa, or whoa. suicidal thoughts. Hold on a second. Wait. Wait. I thought that's what you were trying to prevent. <laughs> what? It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> an amazing world we live in. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, Jeffy will be here to chew the fat as well, right here on Pack Grand Leash.